Welcome to Speaks Louder Than Words, a series of conversations with songwriters. I am your host, Dave Reed. Why does this podcast exist? Well, quite simply, we love music and we want to know how it is made. So we're going to speak to songwriters and find out how they go about their craft. In each episode, we'll be meeting with a different songwriter. And in today's, we've got the very talented Ed Druitt, who you may know has worked with The Wanted and is working on his debut album at the moment. We got Ed into the studio, we had him sat down, we had a great conversation, we got to know him a little bit better and some of the stories behind some of his most successful songs. If you want to know more information, get onto our Twitter at Warner underscore Chapel, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L and our Tumblr, speakslouderthanwords.tumblr.com. So sit back, relax and I hope you enjoy the conversation we had with Ed. Yo. Ed Druitt. What up? How you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm sweaty. <laughs> Hot and sweaty. It is pretty warm today, Hot right? Hot and sweaty in the library man's room with Dave. <laughs> Warner Chapel. Yeah. I don't think we should go any further than that. No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. It's, <laughs> that's a bit too kinky. It is a bit strange. No, we're a fair distance apart. It's all right. We're about a good two metres. We well, are. we're not within hand reach. We right. can change that, Dave. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how this we'll goes. We'll see how we get on. <laughs> anyway, so, Edra, who are you? I am... A normal bloke, <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, completely, man, completely. Aside from the fact that I do a quite extraordinary job, as in like writing songs, I'm an ordinary dude. I'm a bit Larry. I like a drink. I like my girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> typical, you know, typical. So how old are you? I'm 24. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You say typical. I'm sure there are people that like to sit in a lot. Sure. Doesn't really tickle my fancy. <laughs> and so you're from Essex, right? Yeah, I was born in Essex, but then, um, yeah, I lived just up the road in Hertfordshire, probably about five miles up the road in a place called Bishop Stortford, which is technically Hertfordshire, mm. despite being surrounded by Essex. But, you know, you all know, the you, same folks. You remind me a little bit in your looks of Sting. Ah, okay. Has people said that to you before? They have, yeah. Because an, um, an ex-girlfriend's dad actually... Who's this? Who's this um, Californian dude from like, you know, the seventies? He's experienced a lot of stuff. He was like, "Oh man, you look like you look like Sting, dude." I was like, "Really? Who's Sting?" This was years ago. Oh right, okay, yeah. And now Sting's like one of my biggest idols. Really? So yeah, okay. I, li- I like being told that. I'm like, yeah, he's a dude. He is a dude. A Any dude. songs that come off the top of your head that you like? Message in a bottle, King of Pain. Um, there's a couple. I bought this um, this album he did live with the in Berlin with the Philharmonic Orchestra, unfreaking real. Really, it was, um, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, there's two songs called "End of the Game" and "Why Should I Cry for You," just amazing. Yeah, really epic and like right on my street. That's how I like music to be. It's, it's moving, you know. Okay, it's how I judge if I've written a good song. If it moves me, then. I know I'm on the right track. Nice. And that could be happy or sad or angry or whatever. Anything that gets you going yeah. emotionally. Like, you feel it. it. Yeah, you yeah, actually yeah, yeah. feel it. You know when you you know when you get that little adrenaline rush, yeah. Rush for, for whatever, you know, nearly being hit by a car or, that would or be whatever. Something, yeah. That will wake you up. Yeah. Um yeah, I feel that if you get the chord progression right and okay. get the melodies right. Yeah, yeah. It all comes together. And you just have that deep breath and you go Whoa! That moment, right? That's yeah. the one. Yeah. So, yeah. who else has done that for you? So, who did? Yeah, who did you? Who did Into you grow up with, perhaps? Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I grew up listening to. Uh, well, I mean, from a really young age, I got family in Scotland, so we'd go on massive road trips up to Scotland. Me, mum, dad, and Lizzie, my sister. 
and we'd have all sorts. Rod Stewart, um, an Irish country singer called Mary Duff, okay. who no one will know about. I mean, surely someone in this building would do. Um, I can't find the songs I used to love. We used to listen to, you know... Um, uh, Ring of Fire, you know, oh, there was yeah, a lot nice. of a lot of songy songs, you know. I think country music is really really. You don't see many people in the UK. I love country saying music. they love country music. My dude. wife is from Oklahoma, so wow. I have a you're lot a of country, lucky dude. Country music going Does through she my talk plan, like yeah. that. Does she have uh, that twang? No, she doesn't. She doesn't. No, <laughs> she's been in the UK for about five years now, so oh, she's right. not so bad. Yeah, but yeah. we go over sometimes and. You just get bombarded with that accent, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a cool it's, accent. It though. is a cool accent, yeah. Especially um, when you start singing with that accent. Yeah, it? right. Yeah. I think um, for me, like the country music is, it, it epitomizes a pop song. You know, it's uh -huh. like melodic, catchy. You know, the chords progress, and there's, you know, I love the production of country music. You listen to this new kind of age country music. That's done in Nashville, and it just sounds so perfect. It's I went to see the Pierces in uh, out in LA. I don't Pierces. know if you've heard of them. I haven't heard of them. Though. Two really hot twins from like <laughs> Texas. Really? Yeah, really okay. sick. Great. I, I know there's um, the band Perry off the top of my head, who Charles, my wife, listens to a lot. Wicked. And <laughs> a lot. Yeah, a lot. <sighs> yeah, she likes those um, off the top of my head. Who have that kind of round, good sound. Yeah, good sound yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, any particular tracks that kind of come off the top of your head that you can remember from your, your childhood or just in your teens growing up to where you are now that um, just kind of Charles and Eddie would I lie to you would you I know? lie to you look into my eyes can you see that open way would I lie to you BV's by Dave yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah mate I, I think um, <clears throat> Rod Stewart on the Vagabond Heart album uh -huh. a song called Broken Arrow just always just went you know, I say this a lot. If a song goes where I want it to, I love it. You know, if it goes where you're expecting it to go. Sometimes it's nice to not go there. But, you know, as a listener, it's nice to to be taken somewhere familiar, uh -huh. you know. Uh -huh. So, um, yeah, that that's a beautiful song. What else? There's so many songs going in my head right now. That I'm like... Yeah, oh. yeah. Who who are you listening to right now? Perhaps you know. I'm listening to the Eagles. <laughs> I'm listening. Classics. I'm not coming across that cool. But well, you right know, you're, you're listing the classics. You know, who classic yeah. people have classic hits, and yeah, that's maybe why you where you are. But I think I think, you know, sometimes people ask me what you know what are my influences, and I say, well, I haven't, I've never intentionally looked at anyone and gone I'm going to sing like them or I'm going to sure. write a song like them or I'm going to make my melodies like them but then when I think about the songs I was listening to as like a six year old kid in the car on the way up to Scotland I think wow there's a lot of stuff relative you know my some of the, the songs and the melodies that I'm coming up with now and the things that satisfy me musically are very similar you know I write sure. I've written a song called Passenger with my lovely friends out in LA <clears throat> and um, it's like a cool Cotton Eye Joe. It's yeah. really high energy, yeah. you know, um, it's just got a new sort of country vibe to it. It's yeah. fantastic. Um, yeah, there's, a, I mean, yeah. Is there any new, new kind of acts that are breaking through in the last couple of years that you've listened to and you're like, they've got that, that kind of, you know, that, that kind of thing you familiarise yourself to, like, 
the old classics. I mean, the Pierces are a massive, okay. you know, uh, you know, a, a really great mm. new band. I don't, th- I don't know how well known they are over here. In terms of the top ten chart stuff, I mean, you know, I've been a bit harsh on it in the past couple of years. I understand that every, you know, throughout the decades, music takes on mm. um, phases and and you know um trends mm. and i'm becoming a little more acceptive of that now of those it, trends yeah. yeah of those trends and saying hey look cool as long as we come out the end of it you know with some banging songs you know it's very i feel very strongly about it i know i'll probably piss a lot of people off when i'm like tweeting about ah you know what load of shit or you know oh this song that's real music you know but that's just what I'm like, yeah, that's like what moves you, I right? care yeah. about, yeah, yeah, yeah stuff yeah. that moves yeah. me. Yeah. There's even songs out in the top ten that move me, like um, Chris Brown, "Beautiful People." I, I reference this a lot. I don't know what it was about that tune, but it was it hugged me. You know, I think it hugged a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it felt warm and nice, and the chords were were comforting. It was a really nice feeling song, and yeah. I loved it. Um, yeah. Um, um, maybe I need to catch up with the with the top ten yeah. stuff. But but one thing I will say, and this goes out to the whole music industry, yeah. I'm being brave now. All right. Look at what people like Sheeran and Adele do. You know the 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 guys that are writing. Let's be honest, pretty classic songs. They are writing classic. They're songs, fantastic yeah. songs. You know, look how long they stay out in the charts. Look how long they stay up there. Look at you know compared to. The more dancey stuff or the stuff that's being put out to just get a single, sure. you know, look at the difference in terms of longevity and, and you know, it's a bit cheesy, but real music will, I say real music. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, a classic song yeah. or a classic written song will, will prevail. It will always come through. Those songs, like, so, for instance, like Someone Like You is um it's, it's, it's unbelievable but what, what is what is really happening is people are connecting to that emotionally because they can relate to those experiences what mm-hmm. that i was singing about and and i think that's what helps yeah these <clears throat> tunes stay in in the charts longer yeah and like you say these are classics because of I it, agree. because it's going more than just writing a song it's actually mm-hmm. connecting with somebody connecting with someone that's 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 a very important point um there are other other points that I feel are, are equally as important, and and I was talking to, I was talking to the fans on Twitter the other week, and I was um. They they were asking me, you know, what what did I felt make, what did I feel, how grammatically am I putting this across, what what was it that I felt made an amazing song, yeah, and I said, for me personally to start with, it's the marriage between, the melody and the chords. Okay. Okay. Now you get a chord progression. That's great. If you, if it's a nice chord progression, there are some chord progressions that are used so much. Okay. But because they promote good melodies, mm. now it's the melody that you get over those chords. That's where I I feel as a songwriter. That's where I feel the magic happens. You can have amazing production. You can have an amazing lyric, but the melody drags you in, you know, subconsciously. Subcon- yeah, exactly. It's the one that you, you know, you, you hear a song a couple of times in a bar, you walk out and you go on to the next bar and you'll be like, no, 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 no. You're still singing wow. your head, yeah. 
and then but you know from then on you've got to get the lyric you've got to get the production right you've got to get the mixes right whereas you get further down you've got to master it well it's a long old process so so how do you where do those melody lines come from is that something theoretical is it just something that comes out of nowhere literally because, i mean in my experience <laughs> i've done some songwriting and these melody lines they do come into your head and what i find i'm myself, myself doing is singing them into my like my phone and, yeah. and laptop and things and that, uh, that way i capture it is, is, is that similar to yourself like where do these melody lines come from yeah it's it it's exactly the same i couldn't you know, I was asked how, you know, can you teach songwriting? I mm. said, well, you can teach the basics. Sure, you can say, the theory look, of it, right you know, these are, these are words that tend to sound good. You know, these are chords that work. Um, in terms of melody, that's what I said. I don't think you can teach that because I haven't got a Scooby-Doo where yeah, that comes from. Sure. You know, like, and they just come out so quick. Like, you know, you play a chord progression and sometimes they're not great. If they're not great, you move on, you come up with more. Sometimes the chord, and this is why I think chord progressions are equally, equally as important. Sometimes you'll, you'll have a great chord progression and the melody will almost sing itself to you. Yeah. You know, it will, it will just come out in your head. It, you'll feel it follow the chord. Mm. And then there you go. And you'll love it. And most people will tend to love it because there's a select few melodies for a select few chords that feel like they are the right ones for that chord. It's quite, it's quite philosophical, I guess, but quite intricate so, so what, to explain. I guess, yeah, it's, it's tough to explain that first moment of, a, of writing the song, but to what you can describe, what, what, is, what is the process of writing a song as you go, as you do it? Um, I don't remember writing my first song. I remember... I'll, I'll be honest with you. A lot of songs are a blur. Yeah. You know, a lot of you look. I, I'm thinking back now over songs that I've written, and I'm like, I don't remember how that came about. Yeah. You know, most of the time, um, most of the time, it will start with chord progressions. So piano. So you're on the piano. You play so you're piano. on the. Yeah, yeah, I play piano. I've just started playing bass as well. Nice. And, and I found out it's actually quite easy to play. It's quite I'm going to piss off a lot of bass players. I know. I think there's excellence in bass. And oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm definitely not basic there. Basic bass, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not not on that level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Way. Yeah. Round of applause. Um, but yeah, I, start, I started writing on bass recently. Didn't I Sting, think Sting was a bass player as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And yeah, yeah, carry on. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm being influenced a little more than I think. <laughs> um, I just wanted to learn something else, something different. Um, but yeah, um, I think I, I personally go into a studio with a co-writer or a producer and if they're called to start from scratch, we get piano chords going yeah. or they jump on the guitar um, until we find nice chords or a nice bass line and then I will jam out some melody melodies and okay. we'll, we'll you know, okay. throw it at the wall and yeah. see what sticks. And, and how do you know what's good and what's I, ju I judge that completely on an almost physical feeling that I get. Yeah, like you described earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah you sort yeah. of feel it in your chest, you know, it's like a... Excitement. And you'll yeah, look at the yeah. producer and you'll go, oh, this is holy it. shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and I've got up, you know, jumped up from my chair before and been bouncing around the studio because, I, because I've gone, this is incredible, this is brilliant. 
you know, it's all, well, it feels good anyway, right here. It might not be when it gets out to the public or back to my publisher or, you know, like, or my manager. Like, but right now it feels good and that's all that matters because if you don't, you know, if you don't go on that feeling, then you might as well just sack it off and go to the pub. Yeah, start again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's another thing as well, actually. Um, I like to start one idea. I mean, if the first idea captures you, brilliant. But if you start one idea and it's okay and everyone's like, uh, sometimes people will carry on a song regardless of, you know, if it feels all right. And I disagree with that. I think you should strive to, you know, come up with three, four, five ideas and wait till you feel that feeling, you know, because there's no point in coming out with an okay song. Mm. You go in, you go into a session every, <clears throat> you know, every session striving to get the best song you can. And so with those melody lines, you see you've got your five melody line, or you've got to the melody line. Where do you get your lyrics from? Is that an important thing to you, lyrics? Because you said earlier, chords and melody are really sh strong. Yeah, yeah. And then lyrics. So, yeah, kind of where do you get an influence in your lyrics from? Does it come from anything? Just um, I'm going to be really brutal towards myself about lyrics. I've not, I've never really been the best lyricist. I've been great at, I've been great at bringing a bit of quirk into it or, you know, a line that, you know, a clever line or... You know, um, when I started writing, I was very sporadic, mm -hmm. you know, like my, it was quite abstract, my writing, you know, you, it would have been, for my earlier songs, it would have been quite difficult to get a vibe of what the actual song was about. Um, but that was part of me, me learning. And now I understand, you know, like if you really want to connect even more with someone, you have to make that lyric tight and tell a story um sometimes i think you can over concept a song you know um you know if i wrote a song about a stapler and i was you know referring everything in life to you know something about a stapler then that's over concepted you know like get over the stapler like you know because uh, i do like people to think about the song you know um but yeah lyrics sometimes Lyrics most of the time come out of the melody. If I'm humming in a melody or going, she got a something in her hands now. She been talking about how whatever. Yeah, you go off that. I will hear little words that I didn't mean to say in that. She's got a something about her. Makes me take off my trousers. There you go. There you go. You got it. There you go. That's yeah. a that's a smash. Um, <laughs> but you know that's sort of how it comes about and. I know a lot of people write about past experiences and it's something that I'm I'm trying to get into a lot more. But like I said, I was a bit of a random lyricist to start with. Um, I'm picking my thoughts out right now. Um, and it takes a big man to do that. So well done. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> um, no, but you know, I think, um, yeah, lyrically, it's a lot easier if you're writing about a story mm. as opposed to just... You know, writing loads of random lines down. Um, and I do understand how important it is. And I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to get better at it. That's where where I, that's where I'm at at the moment. I'm trying to get my concepts and my lyrics better. Okay. And uh, how long can that process take of, from scratch, 
many lines, getting lyrics until you feel it's it's a full song and it's tight. How long can that take? I guess Are we talking about to demo standard? Yeah, to demo yeah. standard. Yeah, to a basic song. Yeah, it can lit. It, I mean, it, depending on production. You know, if half of the production's already done, or if you're starting from scratch. If you're starting from scratch, you can you can get something that feels amazing, mm. and you know, most songwriters will agree with me and they'll tell you the same thing. If you, it tends to be the ones that flow really quickly and that feel right, that almost write themselves, that are the really special ones. Because, I don't know, it's like they were locked in space and time and you've just unlocked it and it's gone, there you go, mate, you've done it, congratulations. You know, have a Kit Kat. Um, Take a break, yeah. Um... (laughs) But yeah, sometimes it's worth, you know, pushing, you know, sometimes it can take days. Sometimes songs never get finished, yeah. you know. Yeah. If it doesn't happen in the first couple of days. Maybe it's, it's like, not oh. worth pursuing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's not. I mean, unless you, it's always good at that point to either bring fresh ears in or use bits and bobs from it and start a new song. So um, take, take hooks and melody lines that you felt were yeah. strong in the first place and yeah. put them into something else. Yeah. Um, Another danger is you, after spending so long on something, you tend to lose, you fall out of love with it. Okay. Which is a really sucky situation because, you know, you all start off really buzzing in the session. You're like, yeah. And you, and you ag- all agree to carry on with that one idea for the reason, you know, that you all thought it was great. Four hours down the line when you've been trying to come up with the first line, and that does happen... It's, you know, a, a line that everyone's happy with. It becomes a chore and it's like, oh, no. And that's the time to literally go down a pub. And quit. Yeah. Get out of yeah. the room. Stop go for a walk. Get your head yeah. clear, basically, yeah. Clear your head. Although I can't do that because I'm a stubborn, stubborn bugger. So I will be like, no, no, we'll get it. We'll get yeah. it. It's like, no, Ed, <laughs> mate, leave it. Yeah, yeah. Let it go. We'll come back tomorrow. Or I'm like, no. But yeah. So so the song um, Summer, yeah. right, which is on your website. You yeah. can just click it. It plays on off the website. It's probably my favorite one of your songs. Brilliant. Cool. So with that process in mind, how did that song start? Where did it come from? How did you... Like, w- yeah. Come well, on. That song is about four years old. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Started... God. Christ. Um... We were actually, I wrote it with um, my mate Peanut, my mate John Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he had a studio in Islington and we were writing. This was the, the start of my writing career. Um, and his mate Simon, Simon, I'm sorry, I don't I don't remember your surname. Um, we, uh, we started writing a tune and it was nice, but it wasn't great. You know, I wasn't buzzing off it. Um, and then Peanut was just, I don't know, probably not concentrating. <laughs> and he was just messing around with a, with, with a ukulele. Was it Mandan? I can't remember which one. Um, and it cut through the air, cut straight through the air at me. And I think we had the other track playing in the background and I was trying to lyric or whatever. And I went, oh, Simon, can you just pause it a sec, mate? Peanut, what is that you're doing? And he was like, I don't know. I was like, Isn't, that's not a song, right? That's not something that someone's already written. He went, no. And that was a, 
Boom, boom, dum, boom, boom, like the intro. Boom, boom. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's very difficult to do vocally, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I said, whoa, that's brilliant. And that was yeah. the game changer. You know, it changed the day. Like, we, you know, it was very clear from then on. Put the other one to the side, carry on. And that's how it works. You know, if 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 something is clearly better than something else. You, you go for it, you right? You ditch what you're yeah. doing. And you, yeah. And... It had that, it you know that, um, that instrumental part has an obvious feel-good summary vibe to it. You know, you don't have to be a songwriter to know that. Um, and it then turned out to be, you know, that it was written about my days as an underage teen drinker. <laughs> um, I do not condone underage drinking. <laughs> well said. There we are. Well, uh, maybe. Cool. Well, um, so lyrics. Do you do you have kind of like a bank of lyrics you might go to, or some ideas? Do you sit down with a pad of paper and a pen? And I probably should. I mean, there's the odd line that I whack in my phone, or I don't. I don't have a a, a book stored up sure. of lyrics. I like to just see where you get taken in the yeah. session. Um, you know that session. We didn't know that there was going to be a song about summer, yeah. so it just came out. Um, I mean, you said when you get your melody lines, sometimes you'll have words with those melody lines. Yeah. And so you, perhaps you just follow perhaps those words and just work around those words initially. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, like I said, though, writing about my past summer, you know, as a, as a young tearaway, was very easy to do. And there was so much imagination involved and there were so many <laughs> visuals and colours and... You know, it was a pretty straightforward lyric, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, it's um, turned out to be all right. So let's talk about Glad You Came. Yeah. I think that's the one they wanted us to touch on especially. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel about Glad You Came? Because I'm sure a special moment for yourself being a part yeah. of that. It's a big, big deal. T tell us. Well, first of all, it came about with the, uh, you know, writing with Steve and Wayne, Steve Mac. Steve Mack and Wayne Hector. Yeah. Lovely, lovely chaps. Um, yeah, we obviously did All Time Low together. Um, and, I, and I have to touch on the fact that, and I've said this to him, the first time we ever wrote, for me to come into that studio with two of the biggest writers there are, was very daunting. But sure. the fact that they literally were like, cool, you know, they tr they treated me as an equal, despite the fact yeah. I'd had I'd been involved with zero hits. They just I don't know. I think they maybe just liked some ideas I had or whatever. But um, they were always they were very welcoming and very like, give us your ideas. You know, like let's let's jam stuff together. Um, and that made it very easy. Glad you came. Um, it came about. There was a song actually out at the time, the P Diddy song, um, that. I really liked how it just started with a little piano, you know, um, and a little, you know, really sweet little chorus. I'm coming home, coming home. Beautiful. So yeah. I was like, that would be nice to do something like that. And then I, if I remember correctly as well, by the end of that day, I think I walked out and went, George, you know what? We'll get something next time. Uh, I've been in that situation, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you've been surprised by the outcome. Yeah, and then Steve, you know, genius that he is whacked the harmonica on it okay. or not harmonica what is it that you know accordion or like some accordion something like that, yeah. um 
<laughs> it transformed it. Yeah. You know, we knew it was a good tune. You and know, that really it, kind of helped set it into a summer song. Yeah, we knew it had a great vibe. Lyricing with um, with Wayne is brilliant. He tends to rein me in, you know, because I come up with you know some quirky, crazy lines, and he's like, "Okay, Ed, <laughs> yeah. come back, boy, come yeah, back." Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What was your involvement with with it? If you can remember, was it just? It's it all. Oof, it oof? is all literally very, very equal. You know, we just. Um, me and Wayne will sit there and bounce melodies off each other and lyrics perhaps um, as well. and, and lyrics as well yeah Steve will sit there and you know um, be working on the track and then he'll listen in and go um, not sure about that guys I think you could get better do you know what I mean so it's all very then we might have an idea for production yeah um, so it's all very yeah step by step there's no you know it's not like I sit there and write everything myself. It's not like Wayne sits there and writes everything his, himself. Like, we all respect each other's opinions. Um, you know, it, it tends to go in the right direction sure. for us all. So, What do you think makes the song so strong? Sorry, I'll cut you off there. Um, crikey. I'd, I'd definitely say Steve's production on it. Um, I think... He owns his own studio, right? Am I thinking that? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Also, I think how me and Wayne lyriced it, um, but also the melody. Uh, you know, I think it's 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 a perfect example of getting all the ingredients right, or good. You know, or to a good place. Um, they're not right for some people. Some people don't like it. That's 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 how it is. But for the majority of people, they obviously liked it. So um, so yeah, and it and it's down to. My ears, Steve's ears, and Wayne's ears, to go, yeah, that's cool. Let's stop looking for a lyric now because we like that one, you know. Onto the next line or onto the next melody, or yeah. it's a process of elimination. I could talk about this stuff all day. Actually, I find, I, I enjoy talking about songwriting because I actually give a shit about it. <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, what, what was the last thing you bought? I don't know. What do you mean? Something like about CD. You know, when you get yeah. asked, like, you know, like it's normal interviews or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's it's different. Like, I, 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 I get a bit like, I don't know, I find answering normal questions quite difficult compared yeah. to talking about something I feel passionate yeah. about. If you want me to shut up at any point, no, no, no. This <laughs> is just let me brilliant. know. Brilliant. This is brilliant. Uh, what I was going to say was, um, is there a particular hook or melody line in that Glad You Came song that you just, you love and you... That For me, it's the opening. It's, it's the, the sun goes down, the stars come out, you know. But the thing about that is as well, like, you know, people can say, oh, yeah, it's a shit song, blah, 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 whatever. It's not. It's got some progression to it, you know. There's, you know, if you listen to that, the, star, the sun goes down, the stars come out. And all that counts is here and now. My universe will never be the same. I'm glad you came I like to the result. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you came. Yeah, it goes somewhere. It's not like... It's not over one over line again, yeah, repeated. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a song. There's that a song is very nice. It is, it's, it's yeah, you know, like came, we started yeah, it on piano. Yeah. Uh, with or, or with some... With a little string synth. It's... And that's the same with my album as well. Like every song I write starts with a piano or on a guitar, starts organically, yeah. you know? Okay. So 
when you strip it, even the my more dancey tunes or my more up tempo tunes, yeah. even when you strip them down, they still translate yeah. to just being played on a guitar or song a cappella or played on on a piano. Like you know, they still work because that was how they were born. So. Yeah. So, so looking forward, you, uh, you've got your album coming out. You've said um, mm. summer two thousand thirteen ish. Yes, it'll probably be the third quarter of yeah twenty thirteen. We'll see how we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I'm buzzing for it. I, I've it's been a long old journey. Yeah. It would be fantastic. You know, I'm obviously very appreciative of where I am now, and I, and there's not a day go by that, that I don't you know think about how lucky I am. But at the same time, I've got my sights set of, you know, set to being an artist, and that's what I—that's what I set off being. You know, the songwriting's come along as, as a, you know, co-product of, as a, as a sub-product of of me writing my own songs. You know, did, did you always wanted to be an artist or a songwriter when you were younger? When, uh, when you, I was when you... younger, I wanted to do some kind of performing. You know, like, hey, look at me, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I used to do drama, yeah. acting at school, singing at, you know, cabaret. So this stuff, is in line gigging. with, yeah, so this is in line with what you wanted to be doing when you were younger and growing yeah. up with you. Yeah, completely. Okay. I, I I don't remember the seed. I don't remember how it all started, you know. It, that was something in my brain, you know, that just sparked an interest. I actually genuinely think that it was, well, I mean, other than the fact that I'd probably been singing in my room as a, as a youngster and mum and dad thinking, oh, you know, go go along and do some singing, try yeah. it out. Um, there's an amateur dramatics uh, society in my town and I went along at the age of nine and eight or nine and I remember watching the junior section put on a show and I think it was Bugsy Malone or something. And Classic. I just fancied every girl on stage. And I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> Probably purely because I fancied all the birds. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, those that year, well, that was two years. I couldn't, couldn't join until I was 10. Couldn't come quick enough. Uh, and I joined and spent another, like, nearly 10 years there. That's very cool. So, going back to, coming back to the album... Is there anything different you're going to be doing with your songwriting, do you think, that you've done up to now? Is, it, is there anything you want to do with it that might be unusual? Or? Um, I think for this album, there's, you know, there's everything on it from, you know, like Summer, which was done four years ago, or to tune to a potential song that I, I wrote a couple of weeks ago, you know. Um, there's a nice progression of, of the songwriting in there mm. that I certainly notice, and I feel like my, my writing's maturing. In terms of the future after that, I don't know. I want to just get this out of the way first. I want to make sure it goes down well. I want to make sure that people like like it, you know, connect with it. And that will be me... That will be a giant milestone in my life. That first album. You know, the first single. If the first single does well, the second single does well, great. If the album does well, amazing. But I don't want to... I don't want to just hop in the charts and hop back out. Yeah, yeah, I want to be consistent. You know? yeah. And I think the songs can do that. Yeah. I think there's a timeless element to them. Yeah. So, we'll that's, see. That's pretty cool. Well, I think we should wrap it up there. But, Dude. But 
thanks for coming in. Thank you. It's Remind great. people of your surname because it's uh, it's Druitt. D R E W E T T. That's you the one. On Facebook and websites and yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I can't think of a better way to get ready for a first album than to have in the back pocket. You know, glad you came. What three yeah. three times platinum in yeah. the USA and that was weird. Uh, all time low, like you know, like. It's yeah. exciting build-up too. It's a to good it. story. Yeah, it is a good you know, story. You uh, know, there's the industry and record labels love to break people with stories, and you know, I don't, I don't think I could do any more than that. Yeah. In terms of setting myself up, but you know, I'm taking it as it comes. I know how it can. I know how the industry can pick you up and and chuck you right down, down to the bottom again. Mm. So it's oh, always cool. in my brain. Mm. Cool possibility. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. Well, thanks, thanks, Ned. Coming in. No worries. Awesome. Mate. Yeah. Cheers. Man. Cheers. Well, there you have it. Our chat with Ed Druitt. He's such a lovely guy to chat to. Um, if you liked it, get onto Twitter, uh, Warner underscore Chapel, C H A P P E L L. Uh, speaks louder than words. and even our Facebook, Speaks Louder Than Words, is a Warner Chapel podcast. I'm Dave Reed, and thanks for listening.